It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Chanel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing on this Labor Day? Marquesas Labor Day. Workers of the world unite and uh, come together to watch the season finale of Survivor Cook Islands. What's that? What's what? Survivor Cook Islands? I've never heard of that. Is that where they get a bunch of chefs? Ooh, chefs Survivor Race Wars. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, we're finally done with it, and we're so happy about that, right? It's bittersweet. I'm glad that we don't have to say the Race Wars thing anymore. Uh, yeah, now we I, get I'm to, looking forward to thanking to you. <laughs> looking forward to thanking you one more time, and uh, but... Also, what a great season. It's been, you know? It has been a great season. Before we get into it, though, let me say this to you, Thomas. Welcome, for the last time, to Race this Wars. Is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friend. Jake, thank you. And this episode did first air on December 17th, 2006. How old would you have been December 17th, 2006? I would have been 15 years old. I, too, would have been 15 years old. Um, UT Tonga would have been. Mm, that's the last time we get to do that, that's too. A, that's a good bit. Um, it also was approximately one week before our friend JC One's 2006th birthday. Pretty exciting stuff. Are, are you implying that he was born in the year zero? Are you implying that he's Jesus? JC1? Yeah, who else would he be? Oh, you said JC1. I thought you said uh, JP1. No, and no, I was no. like, Jeff Probst. <laughs> what are you trying to say about Jeff Probst? <laughs> Jeff Probst is the god of Survivor, and he is the Jesus, and he is the Holy Spirit, the spirits of the islands, the ghosts of he the He is islands. the way, the truth, and the outlast. He is the god, the Jesus, and the ghost island, the holy ghost island of Survivor. Um, do they say Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit now? I can never remember. It's Holy Spirit. They haven't said Holy Ghost in a long time. No, they did, they changed it back. Like 10 years but ago. They, no, they didn't. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, ask your parents. They didn't, that's not true. They did. Why would I lie about that? The, well, the, the thing that they changed was in with your spirit instead of and also with you. I think you might be right. That sounds right. Anyway, I just know they call, they talk about spirit now, and it's not even spirit Halloween. Happy spooky season, by the way. It is September now, which means... It's not even... You can't start spooky season until October. I'm putting my foot down on this. Wow. You're one of those people who's like, you can't celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving. You can't it's celebrate Thanksgiving. It's 90 degrees out today. It's not spooky. Oh, pff, fucking somebody's not afraid of climate change. As you libs like to call it, global warming. It's got to be crisp. The weather must be crisp for it to be spooky season. Wow. Okay, you're not wrong. This week's episode of Survivor Race Wars was called This Tribe Will Self-Destruct in 5, 4, 3. Um, Too fun. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Again, I don't remember anybody saying this. Did somebody say this? No, nobody did. Except us. So we start off at camp. Adam's feeling lonesome. The only white left. I get it. Uh, the I-24 is starting to think about their individual games. I did appreciate this. They were like, look, 
we're with it till the very end. We're with each other till the very end, and then we'll figure it out from there. Instead of being like, oh, we're four. It's time to tr- turn on people at seven. They stuck it through, and I appreciate that. It's nice seeing somebody see it out to the end. That very rarely happens. Yeah. They look at Tree Mail, and Yule says it's Ozzy's to lose. Of course it is a challenge on Survivor Race Wars. Then the I-24 has a brief prayer circle? What is this? I think, yeah, they were just, like, some sort of bonding thing. JP1, give us the strength to complete this challenge. That's what they said. Uh, at the immunity challenge, they have to race around ropes and collect... Uh, they have to race around ropes course and collect puzzle pieces. Excuse me. Uh, I like ropes courses. I think they're fun. I think they're cool. Yeah, this we've seen this challenge in this exact spot a bunch of times. It's a good challenge. Yeah. I like the thing where they uh, have to cross the bridge with only the two... Uh, like rungs of the little ladder thing. Mm-hmm. That's always good. Uh, it made me really want to do a ropes course. So I looked up ropes courses in Chicago and they're all like out in the suburbs. So if you live in Chicago and you know of a ropes course uh, more in the city, please let me know. Cause I want to go. Not a lot of space for ropes courses in the city proper. Oh my God. Okay. But we have so many tall buildings. Just do it from one to the other. Yeah, that's <laughs> do like, um, just no, you don't even need to do a net or anything. It's fine. The man on wire, right? Do, yeah, do like that's, man on wire, that's what you guys can do. Course. I think that's a good idea. Uh, man on wire was the documentary, right? Yeah. Yes. So, Not to be confused with man on fire, the Tony Scott movie starring Denzel Washington. What about man on fire, a movie based on man on wire, but it's starring Denzel Washington. He plays the man on wire. That'd be pretty cool. Didn't they make a film version of this with, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or something? Oh, they might have. I think they did. That sounds familiar. Anyway, they should have done it with uh, Denzel Washington to further confuse the audience. Yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt starred as Petite in the film The Walk, which was written and directed and produced by, guess who? Who? The very famous director... Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, how did you know? Was that actually who it was? Yeah. <laughs> Still okay. <laughs> it just seemed like something he would do. I was like, well, I haven't heard of it because, like, I, I, all of Robert Zemeckis's recent stuff isn't very good. So, I'm trying to think. He did uh, Flight also, which I think that's mm-hmm. probably like the best movie that he's done recently. Um, but everything else has been like Welcome to Marwin or like the shitty Beowulf that he made. Or oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, any of the animated ones that have, like, upsetting animation. Polar Express. Man, he killed it in the 80s, though. Back to the Future. Yeah. Used no, cars. he was fucking Roman legit. Stone, Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then the second and third Back to the Futures as well. Yeah, that's that's quite a run. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, Forrest Gump, Castaway, yeah. A Christmas Can't Carol, all be winners. The Witches, the modern version of The Witches that was really bad. <laughs> Oh, the Christmas Carol was the one with Jim Carrey, right? That that also had really yes. shitty animation. Yes, it was. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was really bad. Uh, and his next movie is called Here. He did a version of Pinocchio last year as well. Like one of the three that came I, out. Oh, was that the Tom Hanks one? Mm-hmm. That looked like shit. Um, yeah, I really like. I think yes, that computer was. animation is the worst thing that happened to Robert Zemeckis's career. He he loves to make movies, and he loves to 
do new stuff. But the thing is, the old stuff was working, you know? Back to the Future 4. Do it. It's not a coincidence that, like, the only good movie he's made recently was just, like, a regular movie. <laughs> Make more regular movies. And also movies. start Denzel Washington. So put Denzel Washington. He's worked with him before. Put him in the, the remake of uh, The Walk. Um, the plane was actually CGI in that movie, though. Okay. You could call it the Denzel Washington. <laughs> Back at camp, the I-24 congratulate each other on making it to the final four. How very exciting. Oh, did we say Ozzy won that challenge? I'm not even looking at my notes. He I did. just know. Yeah, Ozzy narrowly beats out Adam. Great stuff. Adam wants to get Yule to play his idol and approaches Ozzy about it, and then Sundra, who both consider it. and. It's. I mean, it, this was a smart play on his part, and I was kind of surprised nobody took him up on it. It kind of goes against what their I two force a whole thing is, though. I mean, that's true, but like, I think if you were Sunder or Becky, you probably should have been like, "I want to be in a position where we maybe can get you out in the final four because we're not going to beat him." This was unfortunately before like, the big moves era, though. Nobody had voted out there. Yeah, mind, that, like so. that would have been a big move. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell I there were two chances for, for big moves here, because the other big move that Becky could have made uh, is in the Tribal Council after this. Oh, okay. Let's get to it. Uh, at Tribal Council, Nate broke his leg or something. They don't address it. He just comes in with a crutch and a wrap around his knee, and nobody says anything. Did we ever learn? Did you look into this at all? I know you'd love to do I research not, on Survivor. As you're I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Ozzy says nothing uh, changed Adam's fate going into this. Ozzy doesn't care if the rest of the I-24 are riding his challenge wins. He just wants to win. I appreciated that. Ozzy's like, I know my place in this alliance. It's to win the challenges. So that's what I'm going to do. That's good. Uh, Yule preaches the I-24's loyalty, and they all vote for Adam. You know, what, what did you expect to happen? Yeah, this was, this was always what was going to happen. Like... I know Jay. I know JP One loves to like surprise us or whatever. Like, ooh, you never know what's gonna happen at Tribal Council. It's live, you know. But sometimes, just like seeing people succeed in their mission that they've been working the entire time is really satisfying. I would be really sad if Yule or Ozzy or Sandra or Becky went home this time. It's like I want to see the four of them get there together. And they finally did. That's good. Good good job, I24. Congratulations. Yeah, it was nice. You know, sorry we didn't congratulate you 17 years ago. We were 15 years old. And uh, watching each other play Dreamcast, probably. Trying to think probably. what we were doing at that 15. That sounds like something we would be doing. <laughs> we were going to... Oh, the football games we already mentioned. We were... Presidenting movie club. We were having friends. That's right. Sorry, can't watch Survivor. I have friends. Too many friends. Yeah, and as we all know, nobody comes on that show to make friends. Back at camp, everybody's so excited. Not like the show Friends or the show Joey. I only know Joey. What is Friends? Do you think that at any point when they were shooting the show Joey, Matt LeBlanc on set was like, look, I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make Joey. I really hope so. 
<laughs> if he didn't, they need to reboot Joey so he can say that. All of all of the co-stars on that show are just work colleagues. <laughs> uh, so they um, are very excited when they get back to camp. I don't think there has ever been a more dominant alliance or a more successful alliance than the I-24. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. Maybe the maybe uh, Richard and Rudy's and Sue's alliance, and but then even um, oh geez, what's her name? Who came in second in the first season? Kelly. Yeah, then Kelly. Kelly Wigglesworth. Yeah, Kelly even was uh, wavering at one point in that alliance. So I think the I two four is is better. Um, Yule talks about the importance of diversity, and then they do fallen comrades. Uh, did you watch Fallen Comrades? I think I got up and did choice well, during this part. Uh, I was sort of like skimmed it. Um, I, I, I did. I completely forgot about the first two people that got eliminated. And I love that they showed that guy hitting the uh, the log against the tree. <laughs> the guy that was going to build a working uh, like latrine there or whatever. And then just immediately gave up on it. That's great. Completely forgot about that guy. Um, and then I basically didn't really care that much until, uh, I think the only other thing I really did was I booed when Candace came on and, uh, uh I, um, yeah. And I, uh, I, uh, cheered when, uh, Penner came up. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I'll, I'll I'm happy to tell you JP two will be back in future seasons. Um, I know you're a big, a big fan of him. At this, I, do, I, lo- I do like JP, too. At this immunity challenge, Jeff is wearing a yellow safari shirt instead of his usual blue or green safari shirt, and I think it looks bad. Did you notice anything? Did you notice his different shirt? Yeah. Um, was he wearing sunglasses, too? I think so. I, at, at first glance, I was like, oh, cool, a new look for Jeff. And then I looked at it for more than one second. I was like, this doesn't really <laughs> work for your complexion, my friend. Get blue, get green. Those work better for you. And I'm used yeah, to Yeah, those are those are his colors. Yeah. Imagine him in red. Deep red? No thank you. I think bad. he's worn red before. Yeah, it probably looked bad. Brown maybe would look good on him. I can't imagine. Yeah, he's definitely worn brown before. Pink would probably be bad. What colors would be good on Jeff Probst? A gray, like a dark gray might look nice. Hmm. Anyway. We don't need to do this. Anywho. Uh, They stand over a perch on water. Uh, This is the first time they're going to do a final three. This was a good challenge, I think. I like this challenge where they just have to stand for a long time. I thought you will I I did too. I... You go ahead. No, no, you're you're actually going to say exactly what I was going to say. Go ahead. But your strategy was bad? Oh, no, I liked it, actually. Oh, really? (laughs) I, I think it was eventually it tired him out a little bit, but it seemed like he was able to maintain his balance pretty well for a long time there doing that. Yeah, but you're also working your legs a lot harder than if you're just standing in place. That's the problem. It's like you gain balance because less of you is upright, but I think eventually you tire yourself out. So yeah. I don't think he was going to win either way, though. I think it was a calculated risk. Fair. Uh, once, once again, Ozzy wins. What a surprise. Back at camp, Ozzy and Yule discuss who to vote for between Becky and Sundra and determine they will probably just go to a tiebreaker if that is the easiest solution. Again, great call for us as the viewer. I 
I would have been really bummed out if they had to play favorites. Like, they're all, you know, that's what it's all about. Equality. I-24 is all about equality. That's actually what it means. Yeah, you know, you you do the Survivor Alliance, you turn yourself about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> exactly. At Tribal Council, they tell JP1 that they're planning for a tiebreaker, and then they vote, and it's tied, and the tiebreaker is a fire-making challenge. And this... The fire-making show is back. No, this is... I was so... I was like, man, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Nobody practiced for this. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a whole segment about how people were trying really hard, and the result was it took them forever to mm-hmm. make fire. Neither of them can light the fire, so JP1 gives them each matches, and then Sundra runs out of matches, so Becky eventually wins. She built a huge fire, too. Well, it's not hard if you have matches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, apparently it is for Sundra, so... <laughs> That's like having a gallon of water in your hand and drinking the entire thing and be like, wow, that person drank so much water. Like, yeah. Is that a good metaphor? No, it's pretty bad. <laughs> also, it would be really hard to drink a whole gallon of water in one. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. Better. That's like sitting at a table with 40 eggs in front of you and eating every single one. That also... <laughs> That would also be really hard. It's like people have died trying to do that. Jake, are you trying to encourage that? It's called Survivor for a reason. Uh, it's like walking across the World Trade Center on a tightrope without a net underneath. Anybody can do it if you it's, try hard enough. It's called cool hand looking. <laughs> Many teens are attempting it. It's the latest craze on TikTok. Uh, back at camp, some people come to their camp to deliver their feast. Yule talks about playing with integrity. Ozzy talks about his pride and representing Mexico, but is worried about being the surfer going up against two lawyers. Um, a fair worry. Fair concern from Ozzy, I think. Yeah, I agree. What about these wildlife shots? Uh, what about them? You tell me. We had fish. We had spider. We had some sort of peed. We had the fairy turn, which we talked about recently. Some herons. There was a fly on somebody's toe. A lot of wildlife shots. There was some sort of flappy thing in the water, and I don't know what it was. I think probably some sort of was octopus. the fly. I think the fly was on the toe of the model that was demonstrating the balance challenge. How did you know that? How did you figure that out? Well, I remembered it because I thought that guy's foot looked fucked up. And you know what everybody's feet look like on the show? Like, perfectly? Uh, No, I don't know. It wasn't any... I don't think it was any of the contestants. I think it was just whoever they had demonstrate the challenge. Yeah, but how do you know it's that person's foot instead of Ozzy or Yule's foot? I don't know, man. I just know that it... Well, I don't know whose foot it was. I just know it it was a foot that had no body in the shot. And the foot looked fucked up, and there was a fly on it. Why do you think the people on the show would not have fucked up feet? Uh, well, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying I thought that it, I didn't think it was any of them demonstrating it. I thought that they just got had like a guy on on the crew that does it. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's entirely possible. Um, I don't know. You're you're dancing around the real uh, important thing here, which is that that guy's foot looked fucked up. Didn't even notice I was looking at the fly. Uh, 
there was a spot on the Eagle Ray as well. They're black rays with white spots. True or false, their stingers are venomous. And we have talked about this before, so I expect 100%. True. That is true. Uh, true or false, they like to leap out of the water. True. That is correct. Uh, true or false, one time one of these rays leapt into a boat and killed someone. Drinking a bud, true. <laughs> Who hunts them? Do you think that the ray, when it jumped into the boat, was like, what's up? Yeah, that's actually what they said. When you see a, a ray flapping its mouth in the air, they're going, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What hunts the rays? Um, sharks. Correct. Uh, where can they be found throughout the wide world of Earth? The ocean. <laughs> got to be more specific this time no i won't i'm right so i'm not going to change my answer the coasts of africa asia oceania and central ish america um how long can they get uh three feet Ooh, try several times harder uh eight feet tried twice as hard 16 feet. Correct. Wow, first try. Uh, what's their wingspan, then? Are they basketball players or uh, other sports? I'll say 10 feet. Correct. Um, what sport would you play if you had a short wingspan? Because obviously not basketball. Um, tennis? Yeah. Well, well, Pickleball? I don't know that that would help you in tennis. I'm not really sure. Swimming? Probably not. Man. No. I don't know that there's Baseball? a benefit to having a short wingspan. No, I don't think that would really help you either, necessarily. Football, no. Soccer. Soccer. Because you don't use your hands. Yeah, that's true. It would make it much harder to get called for handballs. Yeah. How much do these animals weigh? Uh, 150 pounds. Triple it and then add some more. Uh, 500. 500 pounds, exactly. Well, not exactly. About 500 pounds. How will the male rays let the female rays know that they are interested in mating? Um, uh, maybe they, like, spin their tails around or something. No, they'll clasp onto their back and then pull their bellies together for 30 to 90 seconds. Oh, of course. Where do they rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say uh, least concerns. Try again. It's, there's actually two. two uh, they've been listed twice in different parts of the world. Um, and neither of them. Is are they concerned. like protected? No, they are across the globe endangered. But no. In like Asia and Oceania, I think it said they're considered near threatened. So apparently there's a larger population of them. In that part of the world. But yeah, we got to get them what a bummer. back up to big numbers. Fewer humans, more rays. Do you think the rays population depleted when the MLB got rid of the devil rays and just called them rays? I think it started going down when everybody loves Raymond went off the air. That makes a lot of sense. I found a trouble because TV rays are also critically endangered. <laughs> 
At Final Tribal Council, Yule says he wanted to influence the entire game. Becky says she had to rely on her social game. Ozzy says he was the underdog from the beginning. Good. Uh, good job, everybody. I don't know. Nate says... Yeah, I thought they all did a perfectly fine job. Yeah. Nate says Yule was very smart. He calls Ozzy the warrior type. Get more into that later. As he says, he played a pivotal role on the tribe and then became self-reliant when he needed to. Played the surfer dude archetype up. That's smart, you know? People think you're dumb, play it up, so they expect less of you. Have a lot of experience in such things. Uh, Nate asks Becky why she deserves the win over Ewell and Ozzy. She says it was because of their strong alliance that they made it out as far as they did. I don't think Becky did great in this tribal council. Yes. Yes, she did. Jenny says... I like Becky. Becky, good player. I think on a season without two of the best players of all time, probably could have had a shot to win. Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, Jenny asks Yule if physical strength or strategy is more important, and he obviously says strategy. Poverty says Becky is sitting between giants. That's fun. That's a fun little line from Poverty, our friend. Rebecca asks Yule and Ozzy to tell her something she doesn't know about them. Okay, fine. Oh, God. Oh, that's right. I forgot this was the response. They start playing Never Have I Ever. Yule talks about wanting to be a good role model uh, for Asian men on TV because, you know, they aren't featured often. And then Ozzy basically just steals Yule's answer but says Mexican instead of Asian. Not not a great response from Ozzy, in my opinion. No, Ozzy had, like, I think he could kind of feel like he was falling behind a little bit. And I think he, this and one other thing that he did, I think, were, like, kind of Hail Marys. Or it was like, all right, uh, yeah, I'll also say this. Yeah. And then uh, uh, maybe that wasn't the right move. Well, I'll pull one last little thing out at the end here. Uh, Adam calls them painfully boring and asks Ozzy to talk trash, who says Yule didn't work as hard as he could and that Becky rode the coattails and embarrassed herself at fire making, which is true. She did. She embarrassed herself and everybody else on this season by that. Candace then asks Yule if he's been shamelessly working the jury and demands a yes or no answer. This was good. I liked this from Candace, and he says yes, of course. Um, and Candace did end up voting for Yule, so that was the right answer. I, I made sure to check afterwards. It's like, mm, that could have been the one. Brad asks Ozzy about the most challenging part of his life, and he says his dad was never around. Uh, Sandra asks them what they learned about themselves. Ozzy talks about learning to love. Becky talks about letting things go. And Yule talks about gaining self-confidence. Once again, great answer from Yule. Man, Yules. Yules to lose. Yeah, that was I thought the 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 thing with his dad, like again, like personal and significant to him, like I thought that was kind of a Hill Mary of like, well, we're gonna we're gonna go like really play the heartstrings on this one yeah. to see if I can pull it out. Which whatever, you know, I'm it, it's entirely possible that was just the first thing he thought of and was sincere, but Yeah. I don't know. I think I think once you turn on the waterworks at uh, I think anytime anyone starts crying at uh Final Tribal, I think 
the the cynical survivor watcher in me is like, all right, they're, <laughs> they're putting on a show. If you were on the jury and somebody started crying at their answer or during their final tribal council speech, would you automatically not vote for that person? No, no, I would take it into account with everything else. Uh, JP2 calls Yule a polite man and asks how telling half-truth benefits the people who would vote for him in an election. This was kind of a weird question, I think. It was a weird, yeah, one of the many, like, weird, hostile questions from uh, JP2. But uh, I thought Yule handled it pretty well, which was just like, well, if it were, like, not a game that I was doing it in and there were real life stakes, I wouldn't do that. But it's a game and we all knew what we were getting into, so. Yeah, it was just weird how JP2 was like... I'm going to put you in this hypothetical situation. How would how would what you did in this hypothetical situation help? It's like, well, that's a different situation entirely. I wouldn't do this. We were just talking about him, but Jake, would you say that JP2 is the CM Punk of this season? Yeah, because he's kind of like... This seems kind of like how he would handle it too, right? Upset JP2 about asking everyone if they have a problem with him. Yeah. Working with fucking children. Surviving with fucking children on this beach. Um... I would love to see CM Punk on Survivor. He'd probably be a messy bitch who loves drama, and that would make for great television. Absolutely. Has there ever been a time CM Punk hasn't been great for television? I, that's right. That man is is great television personified. Uh, JP2 calls Ozzy an entitled prince and asks him how the million dollars would help him and says he'd go to school. Nerd. See, again, like, I thought that was weird. Like, I don't, uh, who's actually ever gotten that vibe from Ozzy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, so it's a very close vote, but Yule ends up winning five to four. Pretty good shit. It's funny because I knew who was going to win, and it was still pretty tense when they were reading the votes. I was like, damn, I didn't realize it was this close. Yeah, I couldn't remember if Yule had run away with it or if it had been a really close one. I was, I was happy that it was very close. Um... You know what time it is, now that we're done talking about Survivor Race Wars. What is it time for? Corpse Quiz, of course. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Oh, I love a Corpse Quiz. The Masculine Archetype Quiz. Yeah, so... It Can't All Be the King by Carolyn Cahill. Uh, BuzzFeed contributor, zero points it looks like. This season's all kind of all about, or at least this final show of council, all about, you know, what makes a man. Yule, Ozzy, one of them is the greatest man who's ever existed. Um, because of strategy, or is it because of strength? Ozzy, Yule, two men celebrating each other's strength. Uh, select one of the four tarot suits, pentacles slash coins, wands... Swords or cups? I'm, I'm picking cups. You gotta pick cups. Cups is the good one. If you don't pick cups, nobody's ever done tarot cards for you. Or tarot card reading for you. Uh, choose your biggest fear. Failure, love, being alone, inferiority. Oh, no. I'm afraid of all of those things. Uh, I was stalling because I didn't want to answer. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest fear, I'm going to say failure. Mm-hmm. Mm um, I picked inferiority, you know. Pick a Greek god, Zeus, Poseidon, Ares, Apollo. Ooh, what is each of their things? Zeus does fire, obviously, or lightning, obviously. Poseidon uh, flips ships over. Ares, is Ares the one Ares with... Ares is god of war. Ares is the god of war? 
He's a Ram guy. Uh, and Apollo. Does he have wings on his feet? Is. I want to say he's the sun god. That's Ra. God of archery, music, and dance. And, oh, the sun and light, poetry, and more. Pick one thing, Apollo. Jesus Christ. There's another god for yeah. Um. Oh, he's one of the, like, twink gods. Um, I'm going to go Poseidon. Um, I think I'm going to go with Zeus. He's a classic. Uh, Zeus is a pretty bad guy. I think you might want to rethink oh, this. Oh, no. Are you telling me Zeus has been canceled? <laughs> Zeus is problematic. <laughs> I can't believe a god was a bad guy once. How do you usually... I think that's one of my favorite things about Greek and Roman mythology is that the gods are all, like, petty assholes. Yeah, it's really fun, right? How do you usually prefer to solve an argument? I physically fight to show dominance. Uh, I convince the other person that they are wrong. I storm out of the room, or I come up with a fair compa- compromise. Um, I mean, personally. Convince the other person that they are wrong. I, uh, I will storm out of the room. I don't like fighting. I would rather leave. Select a popular city. For what? Are we living there? Are we visiting? Are we looking at pictures? I guess we're just looking at pictures, huh? London. I'll say New York City because I went there this year. Paris or Beijing. I'm going to pick Beijing because I feel like it's the most different from American life. I don't know. Maybe. I've never been to London. Actually, the only city of these I've been to is Paris. I've never been to New York City. Can you believe that? Uh, I mean, I hadn't until this year, so yes, I can. Mr. Wind won't let you me leave. He said, you got to pick one of the big three. And I said, pick Chicago, sir. Yeah. You're, anytime anyone brings up New York, you have to say, big deal. Yeah, big city. Like, I'd like never go deal. there. I live in Chicago, where the rats rule the roost and the river is green. When is it okay to lie to get what you want, to protect someone, to avoid hurting someone's feelings? It is never okay to lie. Okay, Yule. I would say to protect someone. Uh, I would also honestly, I was between that and to avoid hurting someone's feelings. That's what I'm thinking, to avoid hurting someone's feelings. I never want to make anyone sad. You can call me Zeus. Uh, choose a musical instrument, trumpet, flute, guitar, drums. Picking tr- drums. I'm picking trumpet. That's what I played uh, in sixth to ninth grade. And I was. A last chair was the entire time. Pick a male literary protagonist. Harry Potter, Sherlock Holmes, Ponyboy Curtis, or Percy Jackson. Who is Ponyboy Curtis, Thomas? Also, Sherlock Holmes isn't really a protagonist, because the... It'd be like saying Jay Gatsby is the protagonist of uh, The Great Gatsby, because the whole thing is from Watson's perspective. Okay, well, this person is like me. They've never read a book. They just know the titles of books. Also, uh, Ponyboy Curtis is from The Outsiders, a book I haven't read. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, now that you say that, that name sounds familiar. I'm picking him. I'm picking Sherlock Holmes, even though I have problems with that. He's not the protagonist. Would you say he's the antagonist? No, he's... He's uh, a compelling character. Who was the protagonist and antagonist of Survivor Race Wars? Uh, Yule was the protagonist. 
And the show was the antagonist. The producers were the antagonist. I was going to say, I was going to say Jeff Probst was the antagonist. They, they almost made him quit. Like (laughs) they almost, they almost got him to quit because of how racist it was. (laughs) And he overcame the adversity. He almost quit the show before it even started. Uh, Select an animal that is known as a predator, shark, lion, bald eagle, bear. I mean, oh, this one's tough. There's two there. I mean, honestly, I think any of these are good choices, but I'm torn between the last two. I'm going with bear. Bears are the best. I'll go bald eagle. Yeah. I do love bears. Bears are guys. Uh, the uh, bar that I play trivia at, they um, they always have on the, the TV behind the bar uh, some sort of like nature stream happening. And for a while it was like it was like these like baby eagles. And it was like, when are they going to leave the nest? And uh, lately it's just been bears like catching fish. That's so great. And I love it so much. I uh, will have... Um Dentist appointments? Why did I phrase that sentence that way? At my dentist. Yeah. Do you have a 230? I have a 230 appointment with my dentist. Uh, and they say, to make your tooth less hurty, what do you want to watch? You know, they have a TV up where, you know, when you lean back so you can look up and see the TV. I was like a, do- a nature documentary. It was like, I'm not going to be invested in whatever story. I tried watching Shit's Creek once. Didn't work. I was like, I can't hear anything and I can't read the subtitles because this person's hands are in my mouth. And I see with my teeth. Finally, choose one of these TV shows. Holy shit. Survivor of the Crown, Suits, or The Bachelor? Obviously, Survivor. <laughs> Obviously, Suits is what you're picking. No, I'm picking Survivor. Duh. Mine says, you are wise and creative, and you have strong values that do not change for the sake of others. You believe that if something can't be done with integrity, it isn't worth doing at all. What does yours say? You are intelligent, you have numerous talents and hobbies, and you value learning new things. Knowledge and artistry come easily to you, and you certainly aren't one to waste potential. Pfft, got news for you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's the magician. Ooh, nice. I got king. They were like, you dropped this. They, they, did. they literally wrote, you dropped this. The image is a silhouette of a person wearing a crown. But the crown is not in silhouette. It's very shiny. What are the ads that you have under this quiz? Because I have some very interesting ones. Um, I have an ad blocker on, so it doesn't look like I have any ads. There's one that just has like a, a AI looking picture that just says gamers in awe. The most realistic game yet. I can't tell if this is an ad or just another article on BuzzFeed, but it says 19 products with before and after photos that anyone with a dog should probably see. And it just says there's a picture of a dog's mouth that says before and then one that says after, and it's like, oh, I guess, like, one tooth was a little irritated, and it appears to be less irritated now. 57 problem-solving products that you're probably about to become obsessed with. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like the way BuzzFeed talks to us. Um, yeah, so good, um, good, good season, good quotes quiz. We enjoyed it all. Uh, what's next? What's next? Oh, Thomas, what's your blue sky? You can follow me at Tom, not Tom on blue or, uh, dot blue sky dot social on blue sky. Yeah. You can follow the show on blue sky as well. Uh, you or on YouTube at the only fun survivor podcast. Um, what can people comment on YouTube? Ha ha ha. Very funny. Smiley face. And we also have a few shows on Patreon. If you want to give us some sweet, sweet bucks, um, you can find that at patreon.com slash just podcast. What show do you want to shout out from there? We have about a million. 
Uh, how about Teal Time, our Detroit Pistons one? It's almost the NBA season, just a few more weeks. Months, maybe? Yeah, somewhere in between there. Anyway, uh, we want to thank the fans. Thomas? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. And if you wanted to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, what might they write there? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Uh, and how many stars for that? Uh, five stars, stars please. Only. Thank you. Spotify, YouTube. I know YouTube doesn't do stars. They used to. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. But thumbs up on that one as well. Thank you. And if you are only doing one of them, do the other two, too. Two, two. More like I, too. That's my last joke about race wars. Next week, what do you want to do next week, Thomas? We're, uh, we're done with race wars. You want to do a simulated season? You want to do a movie? Let's see what. Let's see our lists. I have lists. Yeah, what do, we, what do we got on there? We currently have 12 simulated winners. We want to get to 20 eventually so we can do our own winners at war. Um, hmm. Well, where is what I'm looking for? Okay, here we go. We've got... Did you enjoy the cast I put together for Survivor Queer Wars? Uh, yeah, I, I remember th- th- thinking that was interesting. <laughs> I also put together a cast for food mascots for versus fast food mascots, which I think would be really fun. Uh, we've got all presidents. <laughs> That'll be fun. All co- I like food mascots versus fast food mascots. I, too, right? I think that'd be pretty sick. I think that would be, hell, I hope not. Do we have any movies or anything listed? Is there anything that we had talked about maybe doing? Movies we have to watch still are Swing Vote and The Truman Show. Those are the only movies we have okay. listed currently. Is there another movie? Oh, you know what? Uh, since we talked so much about JP2 this season, he did write a little movie called The Bye Bye Man. The Bi- He did write The Bye Bye Man. Have you ever seen The Bye uh, Bye Man? I don't want to watch that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was really disappointed when the credits came up and it said written by Jonathan Penner. I was like, oh no. I can't believe that you saw it. Yeah, I was. I, I don't know why I watched it. it it's not worth watching. Um, With a title like this, it's got to be good. Yeah, food mascots for versus fast food mascots. I think that's a great idea. So we'll be back next week with that one. Um, all right, well, Race Wars is over. Food Wars is food war. Food fight. Survivor food fight. That's what we're calling it. Okay. We'll be back next week with Survivor food fight. Is there anybody you want in there that um, wasn't already on the list? I don't, I don't imagine you have the list in front of you, but who's your favorite guy? No, I, tr- I trust you on this right, one. Cool. Uh, that'll save a lot of time then in preparation for next week. So until next week when we... Uh, that battle with the food guys I will say have a great summer deuces sitting in the sun count my money fan by my summer breeze sweeter than the honey is counting my money those greenbacks on the trees Comes a summer shower Drops of rain falling
sweeter than the Christmas chimes And hearing those jingles upon the roof shingles Like pennies, nickels and dimes Though it's known that what I own is not a large I think I'm going to go see uh, A Savage play uh, there in October at Bells. Oh, fun. I'm going to see Janelle Monet play at the Aragon in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. One of my friends uh, just uh, was posting video of her concert, saw her play, and I was like, you will be, Jake, you will be very surprised to learn uh, what my opinion of this current iteration of uh, Janelle Monet is. Seems like exactly your type of thing, right? You love people being fun my, and sexy. I, I, have a, I have a two word review of this. Calm down. Wow. Wow. You're like, I liked her better when she was in full black and white suits and talking about robots. Yeah. I did. Yeah, well, uh, how does it feel to be wrong on the wrong side of history? It's fine. It's Janelle's welcome to do whatever she wants to do. This is just less my thing than her other stuff wow. was. Um, well, I really enjoyed it. Would you be surprised here? I really enjoyed that album. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I literally was watching that video and was like, Jake would love this. 100%. Yeah, I've been listening to it basically nonstop since it came out. Um, I'm very excited to go see her with my wife. Uh, two days after our three-year anniversary, so pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, do you listen to uh, Jesse Ware at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I like the stuff. The most recent album of hers is pretty horny, too. You'd probably like that. Oh, I do like horny music. There's a great big silver dollar in the sky Welcome to Race Wars.